Hey everybody, this is Kate. And I'm Michelle. And you're listening to the Ball Blast Podcast. Welcome to the Ball Blast Podcast. Thank you all for joining us. We've got a great show ahead for you today. In case you haven't heard, we're finally available on iTunes. Woo woo! It only took us three times of applying for iTunes. Uh, yeah, they were. <laughs> they were playing hard to get. Oh my god! And I wanted them so bad. Yeah, we really did. We were pretty <laughs> excited once it went through. Android was very easy. Oh, so easy. They were like, please. Please, please come on or please give me your, <laughs> please give me your podcast. Yeah, iTunes definitely played hard to get, but we got it. We got her. Got her on lock. Uh, we're so excited. So please hit that subscribe button uh, wherever you're listening to us. Leave us a review. Help us make our way onto the scenes because we know we're your favorite first ladies of fantasy. Yeah, we are. Oh, yeah. So let's get into some news and notes. Uh, just as we recorded last week, the the day after we recorded, I think Monday, this news broke. C.J. Anderson has signed with the Detroit Lions. Just to back up the news <laughs> that Carrion Johnson was going to receive fewer carries from Matt Patricia, who hates his guts. I went off about Carrion Johnson on our last podcast. You did. I love. He him. was your ride or die him, guy, and I still love him. But and and during the last episode, I was going to see as long as C.J. Anderson does not. Sign with the Lions. So you jinxed it. I, I, but I didn't say it. No, for that you reason. made this happen. Uh, I didn't say it. I should have said it. Your heart made this happen. <laughs> I, th- this, I think Carrie Ann Johnson will be fine. But come on, why, why? You know, C.J. Anderson's going to get a workload, though. You know that. Oh, and definitely near the goal line. A hundred percent. He's a big dude. I see on Twitter he said he's planning to trim down for the 2019 season. You know what I can see happening? He could just bulldoze his way through a crowd because he's so large. Patricia hates Kerryon Johnson so much that, okay, we're going to all be excited, right? It'll be week one, play one, Detroit Lions. We're like, oh, my goodness, I can't wait. Here comes Kerryon. Here comes Kerryon running on the field. Nope. C.J. Anderson running onto the field, first play of the game. Run up the middle for three yards. (laughs) I can't. Uh, whatever. I, I actually, I, I like C.J. Anderson. He was one of my, like, sleeper guys. I was hoping he would sign with the Pittsburgh Steelers because I, I think they could have used his sort of depth. But I'm not Remember when he was on the Raiders who had no running backs and he couldn't even get a carry? Remember when he got off his couch and – in 2018, and I think the Rams are just so good at everything they do, and that's why he looked good. That's fine. That's fine. But Blunt I, also is terrible, too, and they gave him all the carries. So that's why it really doesn't matter. Patricia's going to give Anderson carries. and But I still love Kerryon Johnson. I'm still going to take him at the same spot that I would before. I'm just irritated. And now I'm going to take C.J. Anderson as a late-round flyer. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, He's going to get the goal line work. Yeah, sure. All right, fine. Um, Josh Rosen, Redskins have emerged as the front runner uh, uh, for a trade target for him. What does this impact anybody? I, I mean, who's I our know. lead receiver? It helps guys, maybe, but actually, there David Johnson was terrible with Rosen, so maybe it doesn't. So the issue I think goes with their O line. So. Um, I think I read on Pro Football Focus, they had nine different linemen take over 200 snaps. They had the injury bug last year. 
for like sure. Everybody. But then you go look at their wide receivers, and there is just nobody there. Nobody I don't know who, who is Josh Rosen going to throw to, because if he can't throw to Trey Larry Quinn. Fitzgerald. Trey Quinn. Okay, fine. The new dominant slot receiver. If everyone him. wants to give Trey Quinn this love when he's never really shown anything before. Oh, please. He doesn't have any love. He's not even – I can't find ADP for him because nobody's <laughs> drafting him in mocks. So he, he I think clearly... this is terrible for Josh Rosen's career, but I get the Redskins wanting. Why would you not trade a second-round pick for Josh Rosen at this point? I think it's a huge value. You don't. You haven't really seen him have the assets to hit his true potential, so I think it's a good move for the Redskins. Not fantasy relevant. No, it, could... it wouldn't change anything for me. Case Keenum, honestly, would be better for someone like Chris Thompson because he likes to dump it off to the running back. I, we don't know if it was the Arizona system last year or Rosen, but he clearly was not about dumping it off to the running back. Well, and it, I, it's not like the Redskins are this powerhouse offensive system no. with a scheme that, that can... If that trade gets done, it's just like, woo, okay, cool, whatever. It's not wow. exciting. Yeah. All right. Josh Jacobs has visited the Ravens this week. They just paid Mark Ingram a three-year, $15 million contract. What impact – Josh Jacobs, he's not going to make it back to them in the second round. So if they, they're visiting with him, they're thinking maybe they would use their first-round pick yeah. on Josh Jacobs, which would be – I think Mark Ingram's going around the fourth round in redraft leagues right now in, in mock drafts. Huge hit for him, I think, if they take Josh Jacobs in the first round. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I – I get them having him visit because they need a running back for the future. Jacobs won't be around for their second round pick. So if they want him, they will have to pick him in the first round or trade up. And then that does hurt marking room's value. It would definitely be a running back by committee at that point. Jacobs, uh, I think would end up taking over the majority of that role by the middle of the season. So at it would least, definitely hurt if Mark, you're, yeah. if you're putting that sort of draft stock into him, you have to, you, you're not, I mean, but, we saw Rashad Penny last year take that role. Yeah, and you saw the Saints have Ingram already, and they took Kamara. And then they played Kamara, mo- like, the majority of the time, letting Ingram come in. So it's definitely a possibility. Yeah, I, I think everybody's super high on Ingram, but I don't like this news for him because they're they're clearly not looking at him as a, a long-term prospect for the team and a guy that's going to – I would be shocked if the Ravens took a running back in the first round. But they're thinking about it. Yeah, that's That's my point. Um, Let's see. Kyle Shanahan, he says that the running back rotation rules will be up to the running back. So who do you see? What does that mean? (laughs) It's very ambiguous. Um, He's just going to – so one guy's going to be like, I want to do this play. No, no. You know, there's going to be a competition in camp. Okay, is that what he means? That's absolutely what he means. Okay. There's going to be a competition in camp, and um, I, I, I don't know what this means, honestly. I don't know how in dynasty val- or dynasty startups you're going to value these guys right now because who knows what's going to happen? You have no idea. You, you really. I'm in a started uh, like a startup dynasty right now. Jarek McKinnon fell so far, and I still didn't take him. And he could be great, and he could be a steal. But at the same time, don't you think that Kyle Shanahan will have a little bias for Tevin Coleman? I, I absolutely – he brought him in. He's uh, The reason that Tevin Coleman is with the 49ers right now is purely Kyle Shanahan. He yeah. loves him. He, he knows how to use him. well. Yeah, absolutely. And Kyle Shanahan knows how to run the ball. 
He can he can support multiple backs. I you know I I don't know what this means. I don't know who's going to emerge as a front runner, but my money is on Tevin Coleman to be one of the the two guys that'll lead the one-two punch. And I'm staying away from all of them. And that's perfectly fair. Uh, let's see. Philip Lindsay has no timetable on his recovery. It's his own report. I don't like that at all. I feel like players are always the first to hype themselves. Even, you know, coming back from an injury, they're always like the first guys that say, I want to get back on the field. I'm feeling good. Yeah. And if this was a normal running back that really had control of his backfield, would be completely fine with it. But because there's a Royce Freeman there that was picked in the third round last year, a whole new coaching system that hasn't seen Lindsay in person, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I I don't like that. Like I said, I feel like players are always on their own hype train when they're coming back from an injury. They're always, you know, they're feeling great. They're ready to get back to it. For you to say no timetable, and it's been a couple of months since your injury. You've had the surgery. It's been like four or five months months now. Oh, my God. I forgot it was April. Yeah, it's four months now. Holy moly. Good God. Yeah, and I, is flying. I just think, so he's not going to be in OTAs. Royce Freeman's going to be there doing everything. He's working his butt off. Yeah. And it's new coaches. I mean, they don't they don't have anything with Lindsay. No loyalties. No, yeah. He was an undrafted free agent. Undrafted. You have Royce Freeman sitting there. You spend a third round on him. You know management is going to be pushing you to use him. Yeah, Especially they push the, their pick. The GM who picked him is going to be like, hey, give Freeman some more touches there. He doesn't want to look like that was a miss. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's it's concerning, but it's definitely a, a spot in the right direction for Royce Freeman. And I think maybe this right now, and I, don't, I, I feel like I missed this headline initially, I feel like now might be the time to push your Royce Freeman, uh, buy him low. Yeah, for sure. And even in redrafts, I'm going to stay away from Philip Lindsay. If he's great, great, then I miss out on him. But Royce Freeman is, what, five rounds cheaper than him? Oh, yeah. And he has just as much upside. Absolutely. Duke Johnson did not report to his off-season, uh, the off-season workout, the voluntary workouts. He's requested a trade, has been linked to the Texans, the Jets, and the Eagles. Yeah, he's a great – He's a great... Uh, He's a complimentary back. I, w- I don't want to say great running back. He's a great NFL player that a team should want on their offense. For fantasy purposes. For fantasy purposes. It matters where he goes. If he's going to see a lot of reps, then for sure. But I if, would love him in the Texans. If he goes to the Jets, no. I mean, Bell can catch the ball better than anybody. Why, why would they want Duke Johnson? And I don't think Duke Johnson would want to go to the Jets either just because he knows... He knows who he's behind. You, you can't go to an offense, be behind Lev Bell, who can already catch the ball when that's your specialty. I don't think he would want to go to the Jets. I really like the Texans, and I would love if you went to the Bucks. I think that's a great fit. It would be a great fit. But Eagles. I just made that up out of thin air. They're not even looking at him, but, but <laughs> it you, would be great. If they you were. never know. We, we've seen some surprise signings in the past, and they, they it's do going need to be a hard back. for Cleveland to trade him because they're going to need him in the first eight games. You can't just go in with just Chubb. Duke Johnson's a great piece. And then, obviously, once Hunt gets back, yeah, he doesn't have a huge role in the offense, so that's hard. But that's right around the trade deadline. So if Duke Johnson could just be patient, he can play for a great team for eight weeks and then get traded right before the trade deadline. Absolutely. Eagles, it's kind of interesting to hear that the Eagles have been linked to him 
right after the Jordan Howard trade. I, I know Jordan Howard isn't isn't a pass catching sp- specialist by any means. They sort of kind of tried to get him involved in the passing game last year ish. Yeah, maybe. It did not work. Didn't work. Uh, but I mean, you know, he didn't get consistent targets. If they would get rid of Smallwood, Clement everyone else there, then I think Howard and Duke Johnson could be a very good one to punch. It's just, it's a very busy backfield. It's a busy backfield. And I think the fact that the Eagles are even interested in him with the number of running backs in the backfield is a little concerning for Jordan Howard's value. That's been my ambivalence towards him the entire time uh, that, you know, since he's been traded to the Eagles is Doug Peterson loves running back by committee. And I can't, I can't take it. My brain can't take it. I don't like it. Yeah, I understand it's that. It's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> for the for the talent that, that some of those guys have, you just want them to see a bigger workload. And it, it's not going to happen in Philly. Yeah. Sorry, it's guys. Stop something. trying to make Jordan Howard happen. <laughs> I like Jordan Howard more than Kate, but we'll get into that later. Willie. Yes. All right. So for today's segment, we're going to be doing pop, drop, and shop them. But first, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show onto all the apps that people like to listen to? How do I make money? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise your product. That means you get paid for your podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Okay, so we're going to get into our segment of Pop, Drop, and Shop Em. It is our version of F. Mary Kill. Michelle. I was word. nice. It's a bad word. <laughs> For all of you parents out there, you're welcome if your kids are in the car. This is the clean clean edit. Yes, it's a clean edit. So F. Mary Kill, we're going to be playing, but our version is Pop, Drop, and Shop Em. So we're going to have groups of three guys. And we're going to decide if we need, we're going to pop them, drop them, or shop them. So pop guys will be guys that we think have a lot of value right now. We want to keep them because we think they have more value than what others see. Yeah, they're worth it. See is worth, yes. They're worth keeping. Drop them. It doesn't necessarily have to drop them, but they're dropping in value. And if you're in redraft formats later on, feel free to stay away from them. Yep. And then shop them. Right now is a perfect time of Dynasty. Shop these guys while they still have some value. That's all we're going to say about that. Yeah. All right. So first up on the board, we've got Carlos Hyde, Royce Freeman, and Jordan Howard. And redraft leagues are all going around the early to mid-eighth round. Michelle, who do you have in this game of pop, drop, and shop them? Okay. So I'm dropping Carlos Hyde. <gasps> I'm popping Royce Freeman. No. And I'm shopping Jordan Howard. Wrong. <laughs> I'm Just guessing kidding. you have different answers. So for Royce Freeman, <laughs> listen, I, we already spoke about it earlier in our news and notes. Lindsay's injured. I'm sure he'll be fine for the season, but Freeman has all of his chances to get 
in there, show the new coaching staff that he's worth it and to get those more opportunities. In the one game that Lindsey was out in week 17, he had 10 targets, 10 targets, 103 total yards. Um, he definitely has potential there. Love him. I want to keep him. I think his value's too low right now for what he's actually worth. So he's a pop for me. Drop Carlos Hyde. He struggled in the Browns offense, like for real. Didn't everybody? At the time, I'll give him that. I'll give him that. Hugh Jackson was still the coach when he was the running back. <laughs> Todd Haley was still the OC. Remember when everybody was worried that, that Hugh Jackson would give the Bengals all of their offensive <laughs> information? But, like, clearly Hugh Jackson had none of the offensive information because no, he couldn't he, move the ball. He had no idea what was going no on. No idea. But 3.3 yards per attempt in Cleveland, and then Chubb comes in and gets 5.2 yards. I mean, there's still a lack of – talent there right now with Carlos Hyde. He goes to Jacksonville, really doesn't do anything. He got 10 or more carries in three games, 33 yards, 36 yards, 13 yards. How do you get 13 yards when you get 10 or more? Like, I, I think it was 10 carries. 13 yards, come up. I can't wait to get to my my bit here. Okay, All I'm right, going to let on. you get there in one second. So Who are you shopping? I'm shopping Jordan Howard. He, uh, he has the most value right now out of these guys. He just started fresh with a new team. People like that. They're going to pay more for them for him than what he's worth. He struggled in Matt Nagy's scheme and system, so I think he is better than what was shown last year in 2018 in Chicago. I think the scheme was that Matt Nagy just hated Jordan Howard. No, he that was did. his entire scheme. So I like Jordan Howard a lot more right now in Philadelphia, and a lot of people do. That's why you need to trade him because for real, Philly loves their running back by committee. Howard isn't a three-down back, and you just have to really bank on those touchdowns, and who knows if those will come. So I think this is a great time to shop Jordan Howard. All right, so we, we did hit on one of those together. I know I, I had the dramatic oohs and ahs, but that was, that was more for the audience. <laughs> so my pop candidate, uh, Hyde. I know, you, I know you just spit mad hate for Carlos Hyde, but he's literally one season removed from uh, 1,000 scrimmage yards with San Francisco in 2017. He was only with Cleveland for six games, and like I pointed out, literally everybody on that offense was struggling at the time. You like Jarvis Landry, you couldn't count on. Njoku, you couldn't count on. Um, Terod Taylor, you couldn't count on. Everybody, he was everybody's favorite sleeper quarterback, and just it, it was a terrible. He pooped the bed. I will give you that. He pooped the bed. Uh, everybody on that offense, they pooped the bed. Was traded to Jacksonville, so you know again, switching schemes midseason never an easy thing. A little easier for a running back than it would be for a wide receiver, but Jacksonville offense. Also struggled, couldn't move a ball. The entire Jacksonville scheme, offense, defense, they were struggling. They couldn't move a ball. They didn't I, – I don't know what they were doing in, in 2018, to be honest, but I, I don't think that Carlos Hyde is representative of either of those offenses. He's going to the Chiefs. I don't know if you've seen, but they made Damian Williams fantasy relevant. I'm pretty sure Damian Williams is going in the fourth – round and Andy Reid did that that was all Andy Reid oh if I have to choose between Hyde and Williams I'm taking Hyde all day long absolutely it's all about the value pick there yeah, he's way later than way way later than Damian Williams is going well and they when you're looking at their contracts they didn't pay Damian Williams a lot of money they did they signed him to a two-year extension it looks like it's a lot but then when you look at the guaranteed money and how they can cut him it's 
It's nothing. It's nothing. I think it's up to eight million. Hyatt and Williams are the same people, honestly. Like, come on. I, they can both catch passes out of the backfield. They're they're both sort of this dispensable back. But I'm do you know why I don't like value. either? Why Daryl Williams? Oh, he is my boy. And I sound crazy for saying this, but if I can get him in the last round, I want him over either one. He will be the starter of the Kansas City Chiefs midseason as long as they don't draft a running back in the first three rounds this year. All right, I'll, I feel pretty I'll take good a about prep it. bet on that. I'll probably lose. I, th- it. <laughs> I, th- I think Carlos Hyde is going to be the midseason starter. He I think. just went. He just got taken in one of my startup dynasties, and I almost cried. I was so sad. I know you did almost cry. You were like, "What is going on?" <laughs> yeah, I thought there was some very dramatic news happening. There was no, no dramatic news. There was none. Was, I was just was very upset. Darryl Williams. Anyway, so uh, again, I'm going with Freeman as my drop. I do like Freeman. I like him, and I I like him with the fact that Philip Lindsay is supposedly injured. Uh, per his own report, I take those reports pretty seriously. I just I I don't like the fact that I was burned by him last year. He was going in. I think he got up to the third round last year. He was going so early last year. Even I bit. Rest. I bit, and I I don't like that. I bit. I loved. I love. I, I got on the hype train. I loved the film. I loved the fact that they drafted him relatively early. I thought he was the guy. And then I, I'm pretty sure he received the same number of snaps in, as Philip Lindsay in the first 2018 game for the Broncos. So I didn't like that. I don't like getting burned. I don't want to get burned twice. He's definitely risky. And if it's redraft, just stay away. I mean, it's there's so many other options in redraft. There are other, and and that's dynasty's different though. So dynasty, I say take a chance on him. He's going late enough that you can definitely take a chance on him. Absolutely, shop him. I'm, I actually agree with you on this one, Jordan Howard. I've been I've been poo pooing the Jordan Howard hype for uh, I don't know a week since he's been traded. When did he get traded? Um, I don't I don't like the trade at all. I like it for the Eagles. I've said it before. I'm calling my shot now. I don't like Jordan Howard for fantasy in 2019. He's going to be part of the running back by committee. They're already interested in Duke Johnson. They've got Corey Clement. They've got Wendell Smallwood. How many running backs does it take to they screw a light Darren, bulb? They still have Darren Sproles. Oh, my God. They still have Darren and Sproles. And Josh Adams. And I'm sorry. Darren Sproles was fantasy relevant last year. For a he was probably the most fantasy. Once he came back from his injury, he was the most fantasy relevant running back. On the Eagles, and I, I can't, I can't play games like that. Yeah, you're going to have to hope that all of a sudden Philly wants to use a workhorse back, and they don't give, give the carries. No, they don't. They don't. Doug Peterson that's why does you, not like that's the workhorse. That's why you shop him right that's now. That's why I shop him. People, I don't want him on my team. Everybody else yeah. wants him. Take it's him. great when people don't know what's happening yet. So it's all about what could happen. Oh, it's all the potential, and yeah. they see Jordan Howard's rookie and sophomore years, and they think this is his opportunity for that, but. That is not how Philly operates their offense, and I'm not buying it. I'm not falling for this crap. He's <laughs> he's nice. being shipped off to Timbuktu. Enjoy him. I'm shopping him out. And I'm falling for it like 25%. <laughs> you did buy, uh, buy I did. a share of I, him. I bought a share of him. But it from was me. Cheap. From you, and it was cheap. I like it. Fine. It's fine. Yeah. All right, let's move on to our next pop, drop, and shop him. We All got right. Will Fuller. Robbie Anderson and Sammy Watkins. I'm ready for this. All going around the seventh round in a redraft. So 
Let's get into it. They're all very similar guys. They all have a lot of talent. Can can drop off. Yeah, can drop off at any second, um, either due to injury or just you know lack of usage. So let's get into this. All right. So who do you have as your pop, drop, and shop? And Kate? Pop, I got Robbie Anderson. Me too. Uh, Mr. Mr. Troublesome off the field issues in his, what, first season. Seems like he's kind of locking himself down. I, I saw a note that said he's not taking vacation this offseason because he thinks he's got the potential to be a thousand yard receiver, which I agree with. You know, I think there's nothing wrong with that. And I he's, have. He's dedicating himself to his, his game this year, and I, I love that about him. Yeah. The talent's there. So it, I think it's all about his relationship with Sam Darnold. And I think that's definitely blossoming. In his uh, first six games, we saw him get 26 total targets. Week seven on, we saw him average around 8.5 targets per game as Sam Darnold showed the ability to stretch the field, show the willingness to stretch the field. So we totally agree here. So we both have him as a pop. I love Robbie Anderson. For some reason, the Jets were very cautious with Sam Darnold in the beginning of his career, which well, is fine. When, He's when a you start off yeah. with your first uh, career pass as a pick six, <laughs> that was rough. But then they end up killing him in that. Oh, game. that was a great game. Yeah, but that ended up being a great game for Sam Darnold. But but maybe that that just made him, you know, like uh, hey, Darnold, let's let's go with the short field. Yeah, but for the whole first half of the season, they were not letting Sam Darnold throw down the field. They were very cautious with him. Very. You know, just they wanted to make sure he didn't make too many big mistakes. And then he gets injured, and he comes back week 14, and they kind of open up the playbook for him. And you could see he was all of a sudden allowed to throw down the field. And in those first three games back, Robbie Anderson had 20 receptions in three games, 312 yards, three touchdowns. He was killing it. He is He's cheap right now, such high upside if they just let Sam Darnold throw the ball down the field. Absolutely. And like I said, I like the fact that Anderson seems dedicated to – what he's do- he seems like he's sort of clearing up the off the field concerns. Yeah, he's buckling down. He's never has he ever been suspended though? I don't think so. No, he hasn't. There was there was talk of him being suspended. I feel like there's always the talk tweet. of him being suspended, and then it doesn't end up happening. I know, but you know, you don't like when your your guys always have talk of being suspended. Yeah, yeah. Talk is never a, a positive thing. Like a, like a, I think he'll be okay. If you told me you were, like, going to talk about suspending my license, I wouldn't be pumped. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. But I, I like Robbie Anderson a lot. Okay, so we agree there. Who do you have as your drop? My drop is uh, Fuller. I, I Will Fuller. I'm sorry, dude. I love you. I think you're dynamic. Watching you with Des- Deshaun Watson is a real treat. But your health, my man, you've never played a full season. You're, you're very touchdown dependent. You almost average a full touchdown per game. I don't like that. I like, I like it for the season that I happen to draft you. I don't want to draft you for that reason though. I don't, I don't think that's sustainable. Um, but really it's the health. You're coming off an ACL. Everybody takes another year to acclimate after an ACL tear. I don't, I, I, I just don't see the, the potential there for you to really expand on that season last year. Yeah. I understand that. So for your shop, I'm guessing you have Watkins. How do you know? Okay. <laughs> so uh, Sammy Watkins. I actually, I really like Sammy Watkins. I think he's a, a talented guy. His health has been a concern um, on an ongoing basis. He hasn't played a, a full 16 since his rookie season, 2014. But he's behind Tyreek Hill, 
who's also got off the field concerns. Everybody's been buzzing about um, this report uh, about, you know, possible child abuse neglect. If those reports, you know, come out to be, um, you know, accurate or if he's any way involved with the situation, he could be facing a very long suspension or a possible ban. And all of a sudden, Sammy Watkins is the next man up, and everybody's just super high on that. I'm I'm not as high on Sammy Watkins because that foot just can't seem to stay healthy. He can't seem – when a, a wide receiver has a foot injury, that's concerning. That Their feet are kind of important parts yeah. of their body. It seems like we have the same concerns here. So I have them opposite, though. I think sh- I'm shopping Will Fuller just for the fact that I think he has more – value right now than Sammy Watkins like the unknown yeah I mean Will Fuller when he's healthy he is dominant like well Watkins has never been too dominant though he's almost too dominant Watkins has never been that dominant in fantasy Will Fuller when he is healthy and actually playing he is a top like literally it's shocking but he's a top five wide receiver in fantasy when he's healthy it's crazy he's so good it's just like I'm shopping him because he is going to have those crazy games his first crazy game in 2019 shopping by because you know, you're going to start relying on him. And the second you rely on him to be an every week starter, he's gone and you have to come up with a backup plan. That's not something I want to deal with. Shop him right away. Once he has his 25 point game, get him out of there. Sounds good. And And then I'm dropping, dropping. I'm dropping Watkins. I mean, please, please. We all want Watkins to be a thing so bad. Everyone. He's such a talented receiver, right? Right? It is April, and he is always the MVP of April. (laughs) He wins every year. The last thing you want to be in the NFL is an MVP of April. I mean, come on. He's had one good fantasy season, and it wasn't even that great. It was five, four years ago. Yeah, so in five years. You would have thought his best fantasy season would be with the Buffalo Bills. So, yeah. Imagine if if Josh Allen had him, huh? (laughs) That could actually be a good connection, maybe, but no, because he's with Pat Mahomes right now, and I'm still saying no. He's been (laughs) in the league for five years, and he's had one good fantasy season, like I said. It was a 1,000-yard season, nine touchdowns. Nothing even that special. That was four seasons ago. It's not going to happen. I'm sorry. I think He can't stay healthy. He hasn't had more than 40 receptions in a season since 2015. Guys, we're in 2019. It is four seasons later. Just everyone, please... Stop trying to make Sammy Watkins happen. Obviously, in Dynasty, he's going to be on a league. Get rid of him. People might love him right now because of the Tyreek Hill thing. Please trade him. The issue redraft. Just don't, don't, don't. No, the issue is that he keeps having hundred-yard games. But the next game, he could have like eighteen yards, and that's the issue with with Sammy Watkins is that you go from boom to bust like that in best ball. You want to know the best thing about those 100 yard games? I bet you got hurt in all those 100 yard games <laughs> because he gets used and all of a sudden he gets tackled and he gets hurt. Yeah. I'm not saying the dude's not talented, but. You're just not buying it. I'm not buying That's it. Right. I'm not buying it at all. All right. Next up on the slate, we've got Dante Pettis, James Washington, Cortland Sutton going uh, each of those between the eighth and the ninth round. They're all sophomore receivers who underperformed in 2018 based on where you sort of wanted them to perform. Michelle, who do you have your pop candidate of these three? Shocker. I have my boy, James Washington. I know. <gasps> the Steelers I know. fan has James Washington <laughs> as her pop candidate? 
But, right, I mean, he's in the best position right now. Listen, A.B. just left. I'm listening. Keep going. Okay, so he's leaving behind 168 targets. And people might want to just give most of those to Juju. That's not possible. Juju had 166 targets last year. And no matter if you think he's going to be better or worse without no, I'm AB. calling it 300 targets for Juju <laughs> yeah. this year. It can't go much – like, it can't go further up. I think the top target share this year was Julio Jones at 170. So give him four more targets, fine. But those targets have to go to someone, even if – Pittsburgh will throw less. So even if that's 140 targets to give out to people, it has to go to someone. And yeah, I don't, I don't see them just automatically feeding those two yeah, to Juju. They're going to spread the ball a it, little more. And I think a lot of those will go to Washington. He's going to have his opportunity. So if you sell him right now and he gets his whole opportunity in a great Steelers offense next year with Juju across from him, Juju is going to demand a lot of coverage. So Washington should see one-on-one coverage. Ben is still a great quarterback. He's going to get his opportunity, and I think he can be great. I mean, he killed it in college. There's no reason he can't step up and he was. succeed he was a in very, the Steelers' offense. He was the big play wide receiver guy that the Steelers really need right now. If we could just transform what he was in college and translate that over to the Steelers right now, it's a big gap that you could be filling. So if he could step into that role, great. If he becomes the guy that he was, he's like this just really strong guy that can stretch the field. He can do the... Do you know why I love him so much? Because he's not going to be a rookie next year. Rookie wide receivers struggle in their first year, unless your name is OBJ or Juju, actually. You just struggle. It's hard. It's not like being a running back. It's hard to get that connection with your quarterback, hard to translate to the NFL and deal with the harder coverage, and it's just a whole different ballgame. Well, and it's difficult to get your reps in when you've got guys like Juju and A.B. in front of you. Exactly. He's going to get his opportunity. Let's see what he can do. You're selling him right now in the cheap. If you hold on to him and he succeeds, you can get so much more for him. Who are you dropping? Sutton. And it's it's not anything against Sutton. It's like it's the other guys. Washington, you were Sutton driving Cutters. the Sutton hype train oh, last year. I loved Sutton so much in twenty eighteen. And I still do. I think he's I think he is a great wide receiver. Um he did already see his opportunity at the wide receiver one. It was with Case Keenum, so I'm not Again, sure how to evaluate season. that. Again, his rookie season. season. He did seem to have a lot of trouble separating. I did not see much separation, which kind of scares me. Um but it all has to do with his offense right now he has to play with Flacco who I think is an upgrade to Keenum where he will sling the ball so that could help but then there's going to be a rookie quarterback that they draft this year when does he get to play that's just a lot of confusion I would rather go with the guys that get Ben and Jimmy G you know Fair enough, and I, I guess you're shopping I'm Pettis. I'm shopping Pettis. He has by far the most value right now of these guys. People love Pettis. He's a wide receiver one, right? He did really well when he was in the games. I'm okay with shopping him right now. I think he's at the peak of his value at the moment. He has so much value right now. Just he's super hype. He's actually my shop him candidate for this group too. He's, he's been. Play, he hasn't even played with Jimmy G yet. Like you have no hasn't. idea if they have a connection. You you saw him, and he was even injured last year, so he didn't play a full season. Definitely the most value to trade. Jimmy G is coming back. You're going to have the running back by committee. So I think everybody's sort of under the impression, based on the fact that these are all pass-catching backs, like Jimmy G is going to be successful. He's going to know how to move the ball. You've got these 
these running back weapons on the field should open it up for the wide receivers. He looked good. He showed flashes. He had um, average between week 7 and 12, average four receptions, 61 yards per game. Four out of his five total touchdowns on the season came from that span, so you saw him really open it up in the second half of the season. But he got injured. He wasn't playing with his actual quarterback. He's definitely a decent wide receiver, and that's why he would never be in the drop category. But I think you can just get so much for him right now that it's worth just not worrying about it. And could you not see San Fran picking a wide receiver in the second round this year or even they have an early third-round pick? Yeah, absolutely. So then that could really hurt his value. So who knows? It could. I, I think they need, you know, they, they need all the pass-catching weapons that they can get. Um, you know, the running backs help them, but they do need wide receiver help. So I wouldn't be surprised if they they took on a new guy. Um, Who's your pop? My pop is Cortland Sutton. Wait, what? <laughs> so that means your drop is Washington? Okay, okay. we're going to have to get into this, but discuss your pop. Discuss your pop. Okay, um, so give your time. My pop, Cortland Sutton. I got on the hype train with you last year. Apparently, you got off of the hype train. It has more to do with the three guys than it does with getting off the hype train. So, my pop has everything to do with the fact that um, Joe Flacco is in a quarterback. I know that's the weirdest thing I've ever said. That's I I want to take that back, but I I I really liked John Brown last year. Right? He was a, a sort of nameless wide receiver. Nobody was picking him in any fantasy realm whatsoever we see Manny Sanders with the torn Achilles we see Cortland Sutton step into the role he didn't do great Demarius Thomas shipped out of town I get it he's in his sophomore year so he gets another another year under his belt another offseason under his belt to acclimate to his new offense he gets a new quarterback who is not elite but he can sling the ball down the field and that's what we saw him do with John Brown, and it brought John Brown to fantasy relevant relevance when he hadn't been relevant before. And we saw Joe Flacco leave town, and guess who's not relevant anymore? John Brown. So it, we do see that Joe Flacco can actually produce a fantasy-relevant wide receiver. I think this is Sutton's opportunity for just some stability. You need decent quarterback play. Case Keenum wasn't providing that. No, Case Keenum liked to go short. To his running backs, he used some no-name tight ends. Yeah, I, I, Jeff Howerman is not a no-name tight end. I understand that Sutton might be upgraded because of Joe Flacco, but what happens when they draft Drew Locke? Possible further upgrade for Okay, me. all right, that's fine. So tell me, tell me more. Why? <laughs> Please why, don't hate me. Why would Washington be your drop? All right, so I... I obviously like I'm a Steelers fan for those of you who live under a rock. Don't hate me, fellow Steelers fans. I own James Washington shares in Dynasty. I want him to be successful. His catch percentage was 42.1% in his rookie year. He played 14 games. He had minimal contributions. I will say there was there was one game uh Against the Raiders, he had a nice lateral pass to Juju. It was a bomb moment. It was a, it was one of my favorite moments of the year, and he helped to execute that, so I did appreciate that. But overall, minimal contributions, and it's tough to be behind Juju and A.B., but 
Switzer is only in his third year. You have him to grow. You have Vance McDonald in that offense. There's lots of guys that can take on those additional targets. We've heard that James Washington has confidence problems. I don't, I don't want to hear that from my rookie wide receiver going into a sophomore year who's supposed to take that step up. I don't want to hear that. Do you know who had a worse catch percentage than Washington his rookie year? Tell me. Plaxico Burris. Okay. You know who killed it his second year once he got opportunity? Plaxico Burris. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally I, different system, totally different coach, totally different quarterback. But, you know, I still, want, I still want to throw that out. That, that's fine. I, I want James Washington to be successful, but I just think out of all of these guys, I think you're going to have to pay more for him than I'm willing to pay for the amount of risk because the Steelers can execute an offense, and if you're not part of the one-two punch, and I don't know – it hasn't really been clear what Dante Moncrief's role is going to be in this offense. I like Dante Moncrief. I think if he has an opportunity to play with a quarterback like Ben, he will emerge as the number two. And then you still have number three, James Washington. No, it's definitely – Moncrief scares me. I like Moncrief a lot. I think he's talented. It will be interesting to see his role in the Steelers' offense – I'm hoping that Washington could already make that connection with Ben over the last year, and Moncrief has to start working on that right now. But as a Steelers fan, if Moncrief is great, Moncrief's great, I'll be happy. But I think Washington has more potential. All right, and Shopham, we were we were actually on the same page for this one. Pettis, the value is just too high right now, and uh, I, I do think there's there's definitely potential upside there. But I'm going to take the the value I want to get the full return on this pick, so I'm gonna I'm gonna shop Pettis out. Yeah, so we agree it there. All right, and that's it for Pop Drop and Chop. And we're gonna head into our mock draft. It's mock draft Monday. I'm excited. Oh, I'm so excited. So uh, today we're gonna be doing a mock draft. We're gonna be doing a dynasty startup hosted by Sleeper, who I don't know if you've mock drafted before, Michelle, but. Sleeper is the way to go. We're actually not getting paid for this. Should we get paid for this? Yeah, we love Sleeper. We always want to talk about Sleeper. If you have a Dynasty League right now, do it on Sleeper. Come Switch on. it over. If My have... Fantasy League costs money, A, and is way, it's way so complicated. more complicated. Not user-friendly. Sleeper app is the best. It's so easy. I've used My Fantasy League for five years now. Moving over to the Sleeper app is the best. It's the best. Ever. You can trade your picks. You can. It's got all the dynasty settings you need. You can customize your league. The chat room is my favorite. It's just so easy to talk with your people. It's just. It's way more user friendly. Way easier to, especially for waivers. Like, come on, my fantasy league needs to step yeah. up. Step step up. Uh, if you do have like your league hosted on Yahoo or ESPN, you could transfer it over. Super easy. Go to Sleeper. Go to Sleeper. Switch over to Sleeper. Mock draft on Sleeper so we can get the most accurate ADPs. Yeah, so we're doing a 12-team dynasty mock draft. We're just going to do the first 10 rounds. This is a Uh, startup. We're just going to share a spot. So we're going to take the 109, and we're just going to talk through it, say who we would pick at this spot. So the 109, 204, um, and then there will be a snake from there. So it will be interesting. We might disagree on some of the picks, but we're going to have to come together and actually decide on who I we want. I think we could do that. I think we can do it. I can be civil. So let's start it up. Let's start it up. So in the first round, we have Hopkins, Barkley, Elliott, OBJ, CMC, Kamara, 
Adams, Gurley, and now it's our pick. So we've got Michael Thomas, Joe Mixon, Melvin Gordon, Juju, Mike Evans, Julio Jones on the board. What's your inclination? Do you want to go running back or wide receiver? What's your first? I do love to get a solid running back, but then at the same time. See, I'm all in, in on the wide receiver. So I, my wide receiver one this year is Mike Evans. I think he's going to come back to us at the turn. I feel comfortable with that, that he's going to make it back to us at the 2-4. So you'd want Michael Thomas? I don't love Michael Thomas in Dynasty right now, only for the fact that we don't Drew know what's Brees. going to happen when Drew Brees leaves. I, and the home road splits are just so rough. I love Joe Mixon. I love Melvin Gordon. I love Juju. I'm inclined to go Melvin Gordon here. Even with the injury history? What do you think? Joe Mixon also has an injury history. He's got knee problems. Should we go with a wide receiver? I would either want to go Juju, but I think it's too early, especially over Michael Thomas. So I'm down for Melvin Gordon. You want to take Melvin Gordon? Let's go with Melvin. Okay. Drafting. All right. After that, we, we have Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas off the board. Joe, Joe Mixon. Mixon. Juju. Tyreek Hill. Dalvin Cook. And Mike Evans. Mike off Evans the board. left I thought right he was before come us. Back to us. Okay. Uh, So leftover, we've got Julio Jones, Nick Chubb, David Johnson, Amari Cooper, Antonio Brown, Stephon Diggs. What is your thought? Okay. Julio Jones is a beast. I've heard that. He's great. Nick Chubb has uh, Hunt coming back. David Johnson, Amari Cooper. I think Love I go. Amari Cooper. I think it's a little too early. I think you have to go Julio. I think here. we have to go Julio here. He's dominant. I think what his in the last five seasons, his lowest yard production was fourteen hundred yards. That's terrible. <laughs> he he's That's a little terrible incons- for my wide receiver one. <laughs> he's a little inconsistent throughout the season because he has those large games and then. But he was better in twenty eighteen with consistency. So I'd feel comfortable taking him here. What about you? I, I like Julio Jones. That gives us a solid RB1, a solid wide receiver one. I like it. But at this 109, do you like this spot? Because I'm realizing I'm not loving this spot so far. Too we'll soon see, to tell. We'll see how it ends up but in the beginning. So, all right, off the board after us, AB, DJ, Nick Chubb, Kelsey, Cooper, Green, Bell, Diggs, Connor, Michelle. Connor at the 3-1. Connor at the 3-1 is a steal. Michelle Galladay. Aaron Jones, Patty, Patty Mahomes, went super early at 3-5. Keenan Allen, Leonard Fournette, George Kittle right in front of us. All right, so back at, at our three, spot. At 3-9, we've got Brandon Cooks, Adam Thielen, Zach Ertz. Not a bad value here. No. Darius Geis, Carrion Johnson, T.Y. Hilton. Okay. Um, all right, so we're 1-1. One one. We have one running back, one wide receiver. We can really take anybody here. Do you go – Do you, you've got two solid positional players. Do you go with the tight end just because you know that – I'm not going with Zach Ertz here. No, I don't, I don't like – not that I don't like Zach Ertz. It's just he's not going to change your entire team. I like Brandon Cooks here. I think they're, uh, they're, they're under the right coaching staff. They've still uh, – Jared Goff, I know he's, he's hit his stride. He's still got room to grow. and What you know. about – okay, I like Brandon Cooks, but he has a lot of competition with targets there. What about Kerryon Johnson? 
I'm a little nervous about Carrie Ann. I'm more inclined to go T.Y. Hilton. If we're going to pass on Brandon Cooks, I like T.Y. Hilton. He's got Andrew Luck. He's got, you know, Andrew Luck in his second season back after the shoulder injury. Only room to improve. I like T.Y. I agree with you there. I'd rather take T.Y. in the Colts offense than Cooks with all that competition. Yeah, and I think T.Y., you know, he's got Devin Funches there now to maybe eliminate some of that extra coverage. I, I'd feel comfortable going T.Y. Hilton in the third. All right, let's do it. All right, so right after us We've uh, got goes Brandon Cooks. Hook. Yeah, he's off the board. Okay, after that, Zach Ertz, Geiss, Corey Davis, Brandon Wood, or sorry, Robert Woods, Adam Thielen, and now... We're back. We're back. Carrie Ann Johnson made it back to us. Cooper Cup, Philip Lindsay, DJ Moore. DJ Moore's going early, my man. Yeah, I like him, but that's a little early. I'm all for Carrie Ann Johnson. I think he still will be great. Listen, uh, CJ Anderson has, what, one year left in him, two years left in him. Carrie Ann Johnson will prove his talent will come to the top. Talent comes to the top. Also of to note, top. we've got Marlon Mack and Derrick Henry. Does that change... Matters you, you love Derrick Henry. Stop it. This yeah. is half PPR. Think about that. Derrick Henry does not catch balls. Carrion Johnson does if they give him the opportunity. Marlon Mack. Decent. Yeah. Do we want to double up on Colts? No. And Marlon Mack could be gone in a year. We have no idea. They have no loyalty to him. There's no need for it. Carrion Johnson was an earlier draft pick. I'm all in for Carrion Johnson. Let's do it. Let's so, so far we've got Melvin Gordon, Julio Jones, T.Y. Hilton, now carry on. Philip Lindsay just went after us, Cooper Cup, Calvin Ridley, Marlon Mack, D.J. Moore, Robinson, Derek Henry, Andrew Luck. We're at the turn now. Chris Godwin goes first pick of the fifth. Deshaun Watson, Baker Mayfield at the 5-3. Baker Mayfield going at the 5-3. Wow. Times have changed. Rashad Penny, and I'm surprised to see him go in the fifth. Kareem Hunt, Tariq Cohen, Andrew Ro- Andrew Rogers. Holy moly. I got Andrew Luck on the brain. Aaron Rodgers, Mike Williams, and we're back on the clock. We see Jarvis Landry, Devonta Freeman. Holy Ooh. smokes at the 5-9. Russell Wilson, Cortland Sutton, Tevin Coleman. I feel like this pick is pretty easy for me. So you're definitely thinking Devonta Freeman. I am. So when we see the people behind him, for running backs, we have Tevin Coleman, Mark Ingram, Rice Freeman, Chris Carson, Damian Williams. Easy for me. He's the best running back on the board. But He's then I go to the wide receivers, and we have Jarvis Landry there, who's a killer in PPR leagues. I think he only gets better the second year under Cleveland. He's got OBJ. Yeah, that only helps him, in my opinion. I think. OBJ is also a PPR monster, though, so that's why. That's I think why it's going to take time for Okay, but this is Dynasty, so. But I do think it's going to take time for OBJ to get that connection with Baker. I think Jarvis Landry will be a PPR machine. But so, but you look at the wide receivers underneath Landry. You have Sutton, Jeffrey, There's Fuller, more depth Boyd. at wide receiver left, I think, than there is See, at running back. I, I think opposite. But I do think Devonta Freeman is well above the other guys that I'm willing to take him here. Do you want to take him here? I do. Okay, and we have a turn Please. Okay, so we have our pick after this turn, and I think we can get a good wide receiver still. So let's take Devonta Freeman. He's going to own that backfield with Tevin Coleman gone. When he didn't have Tevin Coleman, he got so many targets, and I think he'll see that again. And he got placed on the IR 
relatively early earlier in the season. So he's had a decent amount of time to get healthy. Edo Smith is not a worry either. People say Edo Smith, he's not a worry. Nobody cares. Okay, so we took Devonta Freeman. So we're going around the corner here. Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry off the board. Alshon Jeffrey, Russell Wilson, Cortland Sutton, Tevin Coleman, Mark Ingram off the board. We're back. Um, Some guys currently available. We've got Will Fuller, Evan Ingram, Hunter Henry, Carson Wentz. We don't have a quarterback yet. Royce Freeman, David Njoku. Lots of tight ends going right right around this six-round spot. It's a one-quarterback league, so I'm going to let quarterbacks stay for a bit. Tyler Boyd, Sammy Watkins, Christian Kirk. Um, okay, so I'm looking at Will Fuller here. We just discussed him earlier in the podcast. When he's healthy, he's great. Robbie Anderson's sitting there, but I think it's a little early for him. I what do you think about Rice good. Freeman? We were just talking about him. I know you weren't as high as in, on him as me. Uh, what What are your thoughts about him? Rice Freeman, it's a dynasty league. He's young. He doesn't have too many miles on the tires, and I think he does um, benefit from his draft stock. So let's do it. Let's, let's right, pull let's the on Royce. I really like our draft right now. We have Melvin Gordon, Carrion Johnson, Devonta Freeman, and then that will be Julio Jones, T.Y. Hilton, and now Royce Freeman. I like him. I think that's that's some solid depth at the running back position. We've got Will Fuller went next, Evan Ingram, Carson Wentz, Tyler Boyd, Christian Kirk. I like Christian Kirk there. Um, Hunter Henry, Chris Carson, Sammy Watkins. Um, at the 7-1, Kenyon Drake, Doug Baldwin, Damian Williams, Jordan Howard. Amazing that Damian Williams is going before Jordan Howard. I'm Astounded. Tyler Lockett, David Njoku, Dante Pettis, Matt Breda, and we're up at the 7-9. You know what? It's funny. Doing this draft with a computer, Doug Baldwin went in the 7-2. I just did a startup, and I'm telling you, Doug Baldwin, I'm pretty sure dropped to, like, the 12th round. Nobody wanted to take that man. I would take him earlier than the 12th, I think. For what reason? What is he going to he, – he's old at this point. He has so many injuries. He's having so many surgeries. What is he going to do for you? He's shown a connection with his franchise quarterback. He's been a, a, a star player on that offense for a long time. I know he's 30 years old, but he's got, he's got a nice track record. And if he's healthy, which he's not. so that He's know, not going to be healthy be. ever again. But, I mean, yeah, I guess he's worth a shot there. But uh, I, he, I feel like at the 12th, like, who else are you picking? You're picking your shots. So I feel like Doug No, the Ball 12th round, he was great. Shot. But in the 7th round, that's a little early for me. Um, especially when he went behind his co-star, if you want to call him, Tyler Lockett. He actually went, no, not behind. He went in front of Tyler Lockett, which hmm. is crazy. Interesting. Um, but, again, it's a computer picking, so. Anyway, where we're at. Yeah, so where we're at, we have James White here, uh, Jarek McKinnon, Lamar Miller. Jared Goff, Cam Newton, Robbie Anderson, who I kind of like here. Uh, yeah, I think we might want to go tight end or Marvin wide receiver. Um, let's see, tight end. Eric Ebron, O.J. Howard. We I love O.J. Like Howard. Howard. All right, but we also have Robbie Anderson right here. I think O.J. Howard makes it back to us. So what if we take Robbie Anderson right here? And then we see if O.J. Howard falls back to us at the turn. I like it. Let's yeah. go Robbie Anderson. Okay. 
feel like Robbie Next Anderson. up, Jared Goff, uh, James White, Eric Ebron, Jarek McKinnon, Cam Newton, um, Anthony Miller, and we're back up. So, okay, so O.J. Howard came back to us. Do you want to take him? So I think this 100%. is... hundred percent. Yeah. Me and Kate both love O.J. Howard. I think this is why we're okay with waiting a bit for our tight end. We're now at the 8-4. So we're in the eighth round of a startup dynasty. There's been multiple. There's been how many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven tight ends off the board. O.J. Howard's being disrespected here. He should be the fourth off the board in my Straight opinion. Straight up disrespectful. Yeah, fourth or fifth off He's the board. So young. So, He's so young, young, so great. He's so he saw so many flashes. His quarterback is young. Uh, Give me O.J. Yeah, Howard. I feel us. like people are, are very scared of O.J. Howard because of the Bruce Arians offense. He doesn't use the tight end. But you know who does use the tight end? Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston loves the The guy who controls who he throws the ball to. Yeah. So we, I just selected O.J. Howard there. After us went Trubisky, Lamar Miller, Marvin Jones, Golden Tate, Sterling Shepard, Gallup, Burton, Nikeem Hines. Ronald Jones, way too early. A.J. Brown, Kiki Cootie, Jimmy Garoppolo, Dallas Godard, Matt Ryan, C.J. Anderson, and Dak Prescott. So it seems like the quarterbacks are flying off the board here. Is there anyone you want to pick here for a quarterback? It seems like it's starting to get kind of slim. So at quarterback right now, we see Kirk Cousins, Jameis Winston, and then we we see a pretty significant teardrop off to Le- Lamar Jackson, Drew Brees, Sam Darnold. I'm pretty interested in Kirk Cousins. Um, Over Jameis Winston? So Jameis Winston has never cracked the top 12 when it comes to your, your oh, fantasy. Listen, I know this. I've been screaming this to the Twitter community, <laughs> and you've been the Winston truther, so I'm shocked to hear this from I you like, right now. I like Winston a lot, and I think he's going to have a lot of success under the Did I talk you down on Winston? You did a little bit. Okay. I like him for the season. I like him under Bruce Arians, but... Kirk Cousins has proven to be the the more valuable fantasy quarterback. Jameis Winston has his games, but he's an up-and-down guy, and he does make stupid mistakes. So does Kirk Cousins. But I, I think Kirk Cousins is just a little bit more consistent for my All right, my let's go with Cousins then. So then we take Cousins off the board next. Uh, next up is James Washington, your guy. Ah. Duke Johnson, Nikhil Harry, John Brown, Andy Isabella. So uh, lots of rookies. Jameis Winston, my my dude. Okay. Um, we're down to uh, Lamar Jackson. We're not going to take another quarterback. D.D. Westbrook, Dion Lewis, Josh Jacobs. We don't know where he's landing yet. Um, Marquise Goodwin, Drew Brees, Andrew, uh, Austin Hooper, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Man, I was burned by him so many times last year. Manny Sanders, Jay Ajayi, what position are you even thinking right now? You know, I'm not receivers. in love with our Kirk Cousins pick, so I wouldn't be against grabbing another quarterback. You know the quarterback I want is Josh Allen. I do think he would make it back to us in the 11th round. Um, do you want to risk it? We are ending in the 10th round, but you know what? We might just push it to the 11th to see if it happens. Okay, but <laughs> it, so the running backs, there's really no running backs I want here. Maybe Murray, but I don't think so. Josh Jacobs would be a great value if we knew where he's going. Even though we don't know where he's going, he you could be interesting. You know who I like right here? Who? Dante Mike Moncrief. Ooh. It he's he's like far down the board. His ADP, he's going as the uh, 
156th player off the board. I like him right here. I like him uh, to be You don't a think we receiver. can get him in the next round? We might. Like, what if we went veteran here, Julian Edelman, and then came back around and got, you know, your boy, Moncrief? All right, let's try it up. All right. So we're going to grab Julian Edelman. I mean, he has been so consistent with Tom Brady. He at least has another year under that. If we think we can be a win team now, which I think we can, he's a good pick right here. I'm going to go Julian Edelman and see what happens after this. So we did say we're going to end in the 10s, but I think we can push it two more rounds, right? Let's see what we got in two more rounds. So We're moving fast enough. Yeah. After Julian Edelman, there was Lewis, Hooper, Westbrook, Breeze, Lamar Jackson, Emmanuel Sanders, MVS, Sam Darnold, Parker, Goodwin, sorry, yeah, Goodwin, Jacobs, Josh Jacobs, Jay Ajayi, LaShawn McCoy, Rob Gronkowski, Going which the is a glitch, I'm guessing, um, <laughs> because it's a computer, Devin Funches, and Austin Eckler. So We're back up. We're back up. We have our quarterback still there of Josh Allen, three quarterbacks down. So there's Matt Stafford, Rivers, and Josh Allen. Love to take him. I know you want Moncrief. I do think we're at this turn here. I think we can take Josh Allen and then get Moncrief on the way back. What do you think? Let's do it. Okay. So let's just let's look really quickly to see if there's anyone else. There's Chris Herndon. I like O.J. Howard enough not to take another tight end right here. Um, there's D.K. Latavius Metcalf. Murray. I like Latavius Murray. Latavius Murray is definitely a good option. Vance McDonald. I, there's enough options, I think, at the other positions that we could afford to go Josh Allen here, solidify our our quarterbacks with their upside. Let's go Josh Allen. Right, let's go Josh Allen. We love him, by the way. His rushing ability is just un- unmatched. And yeah. I think in a, a realm where rushing ability is everything, let's just go with our guy. Yeah, I love Josh Allen. Okay, so then we go. Matthew Stafford, Trey Quinn Smith, Kyle Rudolph, Ito Smith, Damian Harris, uh, Carlos Hyde, and we're back up in the 12th round. Okay, and what did we just say we wanted to do? Um, Dante Moncrief. Are we being two Pittsburgh Steelers here? I don't think so. You're looking at the Pitts. They were the number six offense last year. We actually don't have a Pittsburgh Steeler yet on our team. So go yeah, us. This is Steve. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's go for I'm it. I'm proud. Um, I think Moncrief has just as much opportunity as Washington does. He's still and, young. Yeah, he's, he's still, still very young. He's, he's great. So I'm all down for Moncrief. We might be reaching on him here, but I'm okay with that just to make sure we got him. Okay, and I think after that we'll we'll end here. Um, just to finish up the twelfth round, we, Chris Herndon. Latavius Murray, Dante Foreman, Antonio Callaway, Curtis Samuel, my dude, Chris Thompson, DK Metcalf, and Vance McDonald, who was a fine tight end in the 12th round. I liked the mock draft. So to finalize our team, we've got, uh, in the first round, we've got Melvin Gordon, Julio Jones, T.Y. Hilton, Carrion Johnson, Devontae Freeman, uh, Royce Freeman, Robbie Anderson, O.J. Howard, Kirk Cousins, Julian Edelman, Josh Allen and Dante Moncrief. I think that's a 
I love that team. team. I just did a startup draft, and I would trade this team for <laughs> my team right now. This yeah, is a good spot. If I could just keep this, if I could just keep this roster moving yeah. forward, I'd, I'd be really happy with that. So. I was hating on the 109 to begin with, but then once we actually filled up our spots, I think it looks pretty solid. I was at the 104 in this week's startup that I'm in, and it, it was definitely it was kind of hard. It was a hard spot, so I like this 109 right here. Yeah, I think there's a lot of guys, you know, no matter where you're where you're moving around here, I, I, I like the spot. So um, that's it for today's episode. We appreciate you guys listening. Please, again, hit that subscribe button. Leave us a review on iTunes. Every review helps us to make it onto the scene. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Because Hyde's Hyde, the value pick. Yeah, Hyde's going way later. Both are the same exact talent. I mean, come on, please. Oh, fucking egg. Keep going. Okay.